This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to visit with Bill Littlejohn. Bill's the Chief Executive Officer and the Senior Vice President of the Sharp Healthcare Foundation. The Sharp Healthcare Foundation, Sharp Healthcare, is one of the most magnificent systems in the country that's really emerged as, as a brilliant mid-sized health system. Uh, Bill's going to talk to us about the foundation, his work, where he's most focused, and, and a lot more. Uh, Bill, I guess I'll start with, do you consider yourself a Ralph Sampson fan or not? Oh sure. Actually, I was a uh, I was a I was in my fourth year uh, at University of Virginia when Ralph Sampson was first year, and they won the NIT that year. Back when it was a little bit more important. But oh yes, I remember seeing Ralph quite a bit, and always enjoyed uh, U- University of Virginia basketball. And I'm still a fan, as my son just graduated from the University of Virginia uh, this past May. Now, do you tell your son? that it's harder to get in today or easier to get in today than when you went to the University of Virginia? Much harder. I don't think I'd ever get in today. Um, uh, even though he was the ninth one in the family to go, we have a great legacy there, uh, including with philanthropy. Um, but uh, it's an incredible institution that has become incredibly successful and popular. So I, I even though I was in state, uh, I, I got in. I, crab, I would have a, a little bit of a challenge today uh, getting in. Uh, but we we're he was really glad to go there and uh, and said one of the best decisions he's ever made. Well, what an amazing institution. And thank you for indulging me on the Ralph Sampson and uh, Virginia <laughs> basketball question. Thank you very much. Tell us about Sharp Healthcare and the Sharp Healthcare Foundation and a little bit about your career. Sure. Well, I'm in my 22nd year as I'm the CEO of the foundation, but I, I'm, I really call myself the senior officer for philanthropy at Sharp Healthcare. And, uh, and really have the responsibility for leading the entire philanthropic program. And it's been an incredible 22 years. It is a great organization uh, that has been focused on excellence uh, since I joined it, even since its inception, and also has an incredible culture of philanthropy and dynamic, which uh, we've been able to both build and um, really, um, in effect, partner with the community on the transformation of healthcare in San Diego. And I think that's really what's kept me here. And also what uh, has been most rewarding is to see the, the success that Sharp has had and to know that a fundamental element of that success has been through philanthropic support and partnership. And take a moment on the importance of philanthropic support today to major health systems and how much that's evolved over the last decade or so and how important it is to making sure that everything works. That is a great question, Scott. I mean, I am the evangelist champion for strategic philanthropy in healthcare. Uh, for so many years and decades, uh, it was all about sort of annual fundraising or doing a campaign for a specific project. All well and good. It was great, but it was sort of focused in those sort of smaller, narrow buckets. Um, and uh, we've been focused much more on the strategic aspect of philanthropy. And, and Sharp operates off a five-year rolling strategic and financial plan where philanthropy is fully incorporated in that. And I go back to, and I still share this, I'm sure you guys have reported on it over the years, uh, when Moody's uh, 
Investor Service did a briefing on not-for-profit hospitals and healthcare systems, their uh, rating methodology. And this was back in 2008. You, you hit it right on the head about the last 10 to 15 years. In 2008, they came out with the importance of external support uh, for hospitals and health systems in the determination of their, of their ratings, of their bond ratings. And I'll just read this paragraph uh, that said, we believe a strong fundraising program as a complementary strategy to a hospital's patient care operation is an important consideration in our credit assessment and can positively impact bond ratings. The consistency and depth of these long-established programs have resulted in these organizations achieving financial success and solid bond ratings. I mean, that was a watershed. Fascinating, isn't it? And, and talk about sort of a couple topics I find so fascinating with fundraising is We'll talk about in a moment the connectivity to the community and patients and that part of it, which is so important too, but sort of the strategic nature of mm -hmm. big versus small gifts, uh, yes. you know, you know, gifts that are sort of specific to a specific situation right. versus discretionary to the system. How do you think about all those things? And what is the, what is, I mean, I, I understand that the ratio in most systems is literally 10% of the givers might give 90% of the gifts. Yep. But the entire community connection is so important, so even all the small gifts are so, so important for so many reasons. But talk about those ratios of big to small gifts, yep. specified versus discretionary gifts. I know I'm using the wrong term right now. Having, no, uh, that's un unrestricted but, but, versus restricted, sure. Yeah, uh, exactly. Let me, uh, let me just that. actually even go back a bit further, back to that point about what the ratings agency said. So I, I mentioned Sharp has had this national best practice of this five-year both strategic and financial planning, a rolling five-year plan. And we're a key element of that. And actually, we've kind of redefined what Sharp is. We are three companies. We're an operating company that delivers healthcare. That's a, the, what many healthcare systems do. We're a financing company. We borrow funds like and, and get rated to build buildings and big projects. And we're an investment company, which is philanthropy. So we don't look at it as charitable giving. We look at it as an investment in the future of healthcare. And each one of those leverages the others back to the sort of that ratio. And the, you know, we're kind of a small part of Sharp Healthcare. There's only 38 people who work in our foundations, but we're providing anywhere from 10 to 15 to 20% of the annual capital spend, the investment that Sharp is making every year, year after year. That consistency is what really is important, not just sort of doing once or here or there. So that now to your, your point of your question is that then it's incumbent upon us to build long-term relationships with our donors and our our, our partners, which most of them are grateful patients and families, people with a sharp relationship. So ultimately, they not they become kind of the shareholders, the investors in the future of healthcare. They're not just donors to a charitable cause, which of course they are. They are investors. And you know, we just launched a big campaign, and actually Becker's uh, uh, put an article up where it showed that we're investing two billion dollars over the next ten years uh, in in facilities, technology, workforce development, research, you name it, it's that transformation of healthcare. And the foundations are gonna provide $250 million of sort of investment capital and donors are gonna be part of that. So we've had million dollar gifts and we've had $50 gifts and they're all going toward this uh, transformation. So what, what we get at is that the, the, the sharp patients and families and others become really that shareholders of the organization and they're not just giving again because it's a charitable or even they're just grateful. They're giving because they see the investment value of the transformation of healthcare that they will ultimately 
have a better healthcare experience for them, their families, and future generations by the, the investment gifts they make. Thank you. And when you think about, we've had a chance over the last couple of years to speak to the leader of the American Healthcare Philanthropy Association, last couple of weeks, yes. to say, and other great leaders in, in philanthropy. When you talk about philanthropy, and you've been doing this now for some time, and, and you're really sort of a brilliant leader in it, talk about what are you most excited about currently when you look at philanthropy and its parts in healthcare delivery? Yeah, I've been doing it for 40 years. I've uh, been involved in healthcare philanthropy. Never thought after the University of Virginia with a degree in economics, I'd be you know, raising money for a hospital in San Diego, hospital system, but it has been an incredible journey. And, you know, and philanthropy creates the greatest legacy in our society. And it has defined organizations, defined communities, and certainly has been a definition in healthcare. But it's really interesting as being a student of that as well, is that many hospitals, and systems were founded through philanthropy, especially religious organizations or campaigns that were done. Sharp was that way. They had a community campaign to build the first hospital. And then, of course, it kind of it waned a bit. And now, of course, with the challenges of healthcare, with the importance of, of the understanding that uh, hospitals are among the most important community aspects assets in the in the in the country, in the nation, that they are so vital to our communities. As we saw that certainly in COVID. It means that, again, it's the aspect, and because they're not-for-profit and charitable, it requires that partnership with the community. And that, and actually, the community is the owners of these systems, not just the board of directors. It's, and so, therefore, the aspect of philanthropy, which is not just, you know, philanthropy is the love of mankind, and it's the aspect of having a great culture, that you're exactly right, is that gifts that people make go to train nurses. They go to provide robotic surgery that people get uh, surgery on. They go provide new buildings. They provide research that does breakthrough activities uh, to improve patient care. So ultimately, the ability for Sharp to be excellent is having great people and great leaders, great caregivers, great physicians. But it's ultimately that margin of excellence that's provided through uh, community philanthropic support. And then, and uh, that's the and the opportunity is is to build great relationships with the people that come to Sharp Healthcare, not just for their, their healthcare, but also through their community participation and relationships and ultimately philanthropy. And that's the way, you know, in the end of the day, it's that, and, and that's what I think what makes both this career so rewarding. I mean, I, I you know, I say I could, um, I'm certainly proud of all the money that we've raised and distributed so that our biggest target is not how much we're gonna raise, it's what we're gonna give back to Sharp Healthcare, but also, you know, the relationships that I've established with everybody at Sharp, the thousands of physicians and leaders and nurses and others who respect the philanthropic program because ultimately it makes their jobs, their practice, and what we do in our mission better. Thank you very, very much. And, and one last question. For somebody sort of in, engaging in a life of leading philanthropy, any advice that you would give to somebody? Well, you know, it's that I give it to, and I do this, I've done a lot of board retreats and other things, and I talk about, yeah, that, that um, you know, healthcare in, is, 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 is an really, obviously, incredibly important dynamic in our country and our communities and, and all of that. It's just, it, it, it is, it's, it's a fundamental element. And philanthropy is this powerful dynamic that um, people, you know, you know, giving is, is the joy of giving. And all of the, and that sort of that what it, how that infuses it. And I was we 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 uh, begin each board meeting with a story of inspired giving, and maybe a fifty dollar gift or it might be a million dollar gift. It's a story 
of how that gift came to be and the impact that it had. And just that five minutes of that in the in the foundation board meeting with a big, you know, big group of people, it changes the entire sort of course of the meeting and really impacts the culture of the institution. When people, you know, that we get lost in the bigness and the financial dynamics and everything else, but ultimately, you know, what takes place in a hospital is a result of everybody doing some incredible things, including people making gifts and be able to share that, that then inspires other people. And, you know, inspiration is the essence of philanthropy. And one of our biggest jobs is telling stories. And we tell the story of Sharp's history. We tell the story of Sharp's legacy. We tell the story, stories of Sharp's achievement. And others are inspired by that to come alongside and really provide the gifts, not for today, but for the future. So I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that philanthropy will continue to be a fundamental element of the definition of excellence and success in the delivery of healthcare uh, as much as it was at its inception and how it's continuing to transform organizations. Bill, thank you. We're a huge believer in the importance of philanthropy for health systems. I, I, I've seen the stats in this, you know, $1 million of, of philanthropy may go as far as, you know, 20, 50, 70 million dollars in terms of patient care revenues, in terms of keeping the lights on, keeping things moving forward. So there's it a real impact on the financial thriving of health systems. It also sure. ties the community together in such an important way. Uh, so it, thank you so much for what you do in joining us together on the Becker's Healthcare podcast and huge fan of the Sharp Healthcare System. Uh, and, and thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you very much, Scott. It's a great time to do this in a season of giving and a joy of Thanksgiving to say thanks to you all. Thanks to Beckers for all the great work that you do. And thanks for continuing to promote uh, philanthropy uh, has a powerful dynamic in, uh, in the future of healthcare. Thank you very, very much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.